Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Leach Report Radio Network presents Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk on 630 WLAP. Interact with the show by calling 859-280-CATS. That's 859-280-2287. Now, with Larry Vaught and Anthony White, here's Curtis Birch. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. I am Curtis Birch. With Bo Robinson back at the studio making this show happen. And he has connected us with Larry Vaught and Kentucky football legend Anthony White. Larry, are you well rested after the vacation or did the vacation wear you out? Well, the vacation was was good. It was, it was a little tiring, but the uh, working the Bryce Band Festival this weekend usually takes a little bit more out of me. I've was out a little bit later, back-to-back nights doing things. So might be dragging a little bit today. What were you um, doing there, the the trumpet, the tuba? What were you, uh, what were you manning? The, the trash cans, the chairs, the music stands, all, all the important stuff. Anthony Larry Vaught is a man of many talents, and we learn about one almost every week. Yeah, you learn more about Larry all the time. He's... He's timeless. That's why he said, well, you know, I've been up late. I might be dragging. And when I think when I flipped over 40, I felt like if I stayed up past 10, I was dragging. I remember when I used to do this show, and I wouldn't come on with any sleep. I would be energetic as, as all get out. And then when I get 40, man, it's like, man, let me, let me keep my thoughts together. Uh, I got to remember what I just said. Uh, Larry, man, mm-hmm. Larry's timeless, man. Well, we'll all try to remember what we just said, even though it's tougher than you would imagine uh, throughout a show. We got a lot to, to, to discuss today. It's been an, an interesting summer for uh, a lot of reasons, and a lot of things continue to happen. Uh, most of them positive for UK athletics. Kentucky got a new linebacker officially this week. Kentucky basketball continues to roll on with their camps. Uh, they were. I think they've done almost all their satellite camps. Maybe they got one or two left next week. But uh, this weekend they're in Lexington over at Memorial Coliseum and the Joe Craft uh, Basketball Facility having the father-son and father-daughter camps. Uh, so some players and coaches have continued to talk this week. There's also a recruit on campus for basketball, which hasn't happened in a long time. And football has been doing that as well over the last couple weeks since the um, rules have changed, and people are now allowed back on campus after uh, all COVID, uh, the, all the restrictions were lifted because of COVID that were put in place. Also, this week there was a great event early on for uh, John Schlarman, 
the UK football staff and alumni help organize a golf outing to benefit uh, Coach Schlarman's kids and their college fund. Coach Stoops uh, spoke. He gave some updates on the team overall and a few other things. We'll we'll discuss what he had to say, um, as well as some big news from women's basketball. Ryan Howard is doing some more amazing stuff, which we're almost used to, but as we often talk with her, we got to acknowledge her awesomeness, even though it is happens all the time. But, Anthony, I think uh, where we'll start, and I think this might have some huge impact on uh, the field this year, Jaquez, Jaquez Jones. I'm already starting, Anthony. We had the severe wheeler talk last week, and I'm in my I'm in my mind about getting names right. But anyway, inside linebacker from Ole Miss officially is a cat, is on campus. Kentucky announced it. Mark Stoops said in a statement um, that Jones is an experienced playmaker who has been a great leader. In our league, stat-wise, really impressive. He has played 33 games for Ole Miss, 19 starts, 182 total tackles. With uh, the injury um, this year, some injuries and graduation things that have gone on with the linebacker position, it's uh, it's kind of a thinner position overall in the defense, and this seems to be a guy who's going to add some some great depth and great experience. Yeah, I'm not sure. Learn what get away, but uh, watching number ten I, it's against us, he was the second leading tackler in the game they played against us uh, two years ago. And uh, I don't know, he, he he's athletic. He gets to the ball. He's uh, he, he seems to be agile on the edge when he's when in containment. I mean, there's there's a lot of great things, but you hit the nail on the head. The fact that, you know, through injury and, you know, a graduation, we are a little bit in at the backer position. And uh, and I just I think that helps us out a whole lot. But he's he's very athletic. He's, he's probably in the mold of the guys that we have. He reminds me of Kyle, uh, Jordan Wright and, and uh, Weaver. He, he reminds me of those guys, maybe a little bit bigger. He looks I, – I didn't look up his size. I just kind of watched his. But he uh, – we can absolutely – I think we can absolutely use him as a huge kid. Larry Vaught, what are your thoughts? Well, I think any time you can get the leading tackler off any SEC team to come join your team, it's it's going to be a pretty pretty big boost to you. I mean, that guy's used to playing against those teams in the SEC West, so he's shown what he could do against quality competition for the last three years, and I think it's a, a big, big boost. I can't say it surprises me because when he put his name in the transfer portal, the first visit he was going to make was to Kentucky. Well, he knew John Sumrall well because John Sumrall mm-hmm. recruited him. And I know John tried to downplay it being a given and everything, but I think there wasn't any doubt that John Kess wanted to come and play for Coach, for Coach Sumrall again. And I think it's a, a terrific fit for Kentucky because it's something they, they really need. But not only a need, when you can put in a guy like that, I mean, he, he's, he's got five-star experience. I think he was a four-star recruit. Then you're getting five-star experience, and he's got better each year at Ole Miss. So I think it's a, a huge boost for a, for a group that needed it through Jamin going to the NFL earlier than you expected, a couple of injuries and all like that. So now picking up a guy like that, it would seem to me like, Anthony, some of these young linebackers that are coming in that I think have a chance to be really, really good, now there's not quite as much pressure maybe to have to get them ready quite as quick, and that gives them somebody else to learn from too. 
Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. A lot of people when you're in the when you're in the position of everybody nobody wants a red shirt, there's a stigma behind red shirting. But uh I, I talk to Craig East all the time. He says, Man, I wish I had a I wish I had another year to play in that office with you all but you, you hit the nail on the head. I think they get the chance for these young guys to not have to be rushed into action and can kinda of sit back and watch some veterans play and you know, it's spot duty probably but not have to rely on those guys, I think that'll be huge. Uh, you know, and, and bringing him, bringing uh, Jones in. Uh, one thing I I did want Curtis to to figure out, and this, and I think is a small thing to a lot of people, and I know Curtis knows the magnitude of it, but Jaquez and Jaquez, the pronunciation of it, to me, if it were me, and people didn't know how to pronounce my name, and I was a new guy, I would be upset, especially in the media. I don't want Larry Vaughn to go into a. I guess we'll be doing face-to-face media pretty soon. I don't want Larry to go on there and call him Jacquez and, and he gets upset, or call him Jacquez and he gets upset. So, Curtis, if you could get back to us, on because uh, I know you talk to these guys all the time, that would be good. But it does give us depth, and it does give the younger – and I've always said that I love, the, I love the depth we have, but I really don't want to go into an SEC schedule relying on freshmen just because there's so much to learn. No matter how good you are, how athletic you are, there's, uh, there's always something to learn because the speed of the game and the guys you're playing against have typically played two or three years. So, yes. you know, they have the edge on you, even if you are more athletic. Yeah, I don't think there's any any doubt about this. And, you know, I, I, we often talk about how, well, the example that you can point to that everybody's well aware of is, of course, the quarterback uh, position for Kentucky going into next season. There isn't a, a definite answer at this point, uh, but there seems to be three pretty good options. And uh, Jones, I think, if you were making predictions at this very moment, you'd probably pencil him in as a starter. But coming into a new system, Larry, you know, throughout the year, sometimes there's uh, some hiccups early on, and, and it doesn't mean that guys won't have success later on. But you do got to learn a new whole new program, a, a new system. And even if you know the inside linebackers coach, it might take just a little bit. So we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But as we talked about, uh, Jamin Davis is now uh, was a first-round pick. Derek Jackson goes down with injury. And it seemed like there was definitely going to have to be some relying on freshmen, which is kind of a scary proposition. Now that isn't as, as likely. And if one does, if a freshman linebacker starts to make an impact, he's going to have to go through some guys with experience. And that means he's probably pretty good. So either what, however you look at it, this is just such a big positive for that linebacking group, which has had a, a, a ton of success, but through that success <laughs> has had a, a, some turnover because guys are going pro. Yeah, and it's a nice problem to have that you, when you have a linebacker that's so good that he gets to go pro, That that's it hurts maybe what you were counting on, but it's a really good thing for your program and a good thing yes. for your players. So I hope we have to get used to that a lot more at Kentucky going forward. But to bring Jones in like this again, I just I just think it's a steal because I just think that experience that he that he brings and he will have two more years. So that's what he decides. He yes, wants to do that's another big plus there. Also, that he could get potentially two years from him, and now I think that just solidifies that linebacker group because you've, you've got a lot of guys there. I mean, I think Jordan Wright's a guy that could be a big, big surprise. To, I don't know why, but I think he's going to be a, could be a surprise to people how well he's going to play this year. So all, all of a sudden, I feel pretty good about the linebackers. Yeah. Uh, Larry, I don't, 
Larry, I don't know if you call Jordan right a surprise. Uh, last year, every game, he was the guy. I mean, I have to always. If we can just make this a just a, a, a attached statement that just because we don't say Josh Pascal, everything I say means after Josh Pascal. But Jordan Wright was the one that always, every game, and I'm tweeting, I'm mean, look at that play, like, dude, next to maybe athleticism, Jamin Davis, but I think he didn't make as many mistakes as Jamin Davis, but he was always where the ball was at, had his hands on the ball, uh, you know, got to the ball. So I don't like the fact that you said people are going to be surprised if uh, when Jordan Wright makes plays this year because last year I was surprised. This year I'm not going to be surprised. I'm expecting it. Well, that's because you know your football really well. I think a lot of people still don't appreciate Jordan Wright for what he is for what he has done. And I think this year, if he continues to progress the way that he has, he's going to be so outstanding. You won't have any choice but ever game to be saying, "Man, he he was really, really, really good again." Even though he was really good most of last season, but I still just don't think he's a guy that gets a lot of recognition and is a name that a lot of people is. When you talk about UK football defense, he's just not a guy a lot of people mention. Every time yeah, I go I to that. the go to the football facility, Jordan Wright is in there, and I just go. I mean, with the interviews, they're kind of set up whenever the coaches are available or for whatever. So it's odd times, but I swear Jordan Wright is always in the in the facility doing something, <laughs> either walking into the weight room, talking with the coaches, or or even talking in. Um, the the development part of the facility with with Courtney Love whatever he's he's always around which I think is probably a a, a pretty good sign um, we're about to get to a break but just to to kind of share in their own words uh, the Kentucky linebackers uh, the new one Jaquez Jones tweeted out with the graphic when he committed to Kentucky he said new chapter in my story that was quickly quote tweeted by now teammate and fellow inside linebacker DeAndre Square. We're, we locked in now, 100. BBN, y'all better watch out. And Jones, of course, you know, had to update that one more time. And he finished it off by saying, showtime, with a little camera emoji. So, I think, uh, Anthony, I, I think that's a, that's, they, they think they got something special there. A second is going to be a little shorter. Let's go back on this Jones thing one more time when we come back. There's a couple other things I wanted to. Okay. Sounds good on. to me. Let's get to that break then. He's Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson back at the studio. If you'd like to interact with the show, hit us up on Twitter at Sunday AM Sports. You are listening to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Welcome back into Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. I'm Curtis Birch with. Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson back at the studio, making the show happen. Anthony White wanted to continue the conversation uh, we were having with uh, about new Kentucky linebacker Jaquez Jones. Anthony, well, what, what what other thoughts did you have? I was just looking at, or I was just thinking about when you made the comment of, on this uh, quote, uh, uh, "Is go time one hundred." That's what I was like, man. Uh, you know, a lot of times, if I think if you transfer to another school, your your first thing is, you know, let me fit in with the guy, see how it's going to work out. Uh, I uh, will love it. But uh, when you when you said that, it just rang me like, man, this dude is ready to make an impact. 
Uh, he knows he can make an impact. The first thing I thought about, well, I want to put perspective for the the fans and the listeners that um, bullies new. Com- I don't. I can't say new commitment, but the things I heard from his coach uh, and the, the coaching staff is saying how he's dominating up front. He's welcoming the double team because he knows it's a double team. Somebody else is open, and coming from having Lane Kiffin as a coach or you know an offensive coach to having a defensive minded coach. Uh, I just kind of heard, I can hear his voice, never spoke to him, never seen the guy out of the uniform, but can hear, but can see the excitement on his face, knowing he has a defensive coach, knowing he has Bully McCall in front of him, yeah. knowing that he's going to have the opportunity to have free running lanes and make plays all game long and not have to really so much fight off blocks. So yeah. uh, I just wanted to hit back on that once, once you made the statement of, he said, uh, it's go time 100. It gave me chills, man. It made me want to suit up again. That's a great point, Larry. Uh, I mean, from a if you're looking for if you're in that play that inside linebacker position in front of you and behind you, you have guys um, at Kentucky who are really gonna help. <laughs> Yusuf Corker kind of being able to be behind you, who has so much experience and so much knowledge, helping you seeing the wider view of the field, and then in front of you, of course. Uh, Marquan McCall has been getting a, a ton of praise in in front of him, you know, or behind him in the depth chart. Currently, you got Justin Rogers, a five star, and the rest of that line, as Anthony says, always Josh Pascal. Um, the list goes on and on of all the talent they've racked up. So that that in 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 coordination with Coach Summerall's relationships, I'm sure he he has with him. That's a good spot to be a linebacker. So the, there's a lot of reasons to come to Kentucky. Uh, for him, yeah, and don't forget he's got DeAndre Square playing beside him. Yeah, too, a guy that's pretty good at getting and making plays too. So I just think it was just an easy choice. I, I guess I might be putting words in his mouth because I haven't talked to him either. But I think it was a pretty easy choice for him to come to Kentucky, and obviously he committed while he was on his visit, signed, and all like that. So there wasn't much drama to it. But it's a huge, huge. Pick up for Kentucky. Now you have him here for the rest of the summer to get to know other players on the team, get into that playbook. And from all I've heard from folks down in Mississippi that know him, he's really? really a good student of the game. So I think picking up that playbook won't be a big issue for him at all. That's good. That's uh, that's good to hear. And um, Anthony, I guess we're just going to have to, you know, get used to this transfer portal that is now college athletics to to a certain extent because. How many over the past few months have we talked about since, um, you know, since Jamin Davis really went pro about how to how to fill that void for for UK, and all of a sudden it seems like the answer comes up in June, which is extremely late when you kind of think about it. Yeah, the transfer portal I think will be our buddy. I think I think we'll flourish in the transfer portal. We have coaches that the kids love to play for. The coaches. Know to know how to adapt to the kids yeah. and and uh, you know kind of cater to them, which I wouldn't do, but they do a great job of it. So I I think we don't lose too much of impact. I don't think we lose very many impact players going through this trip. But I think if someone is not happy with that, everything I've heard and seen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't think they'll have a problem coming here. And yeah. now, with you, like you said, with the you know the guys going to the league every every year, we get five, six, seven, eight guys going to the league every year. There'll now be holes to fill. Place to come if you're not happy where you're at. That's true. That's a great point. All right, we're going to talk some more football. Coach Stoops uh, spoke this week, um, and we'll share what he had to say. Curtis Birch, Larry Vaughn, Anthony White, Bo Robinson. This is Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Welcome back into Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch, Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson talking some Kentucky football this hour because there was a lot of news and notes this week. Coming up in hour two, we're going to hear from Xavier Wheeler. He spoke after a Kentucky basketball camp and we'll also discuss what everybody else has been saying because uh, Coach Orlando Antigua spoke last night after the father-daughter camp and uh, uh, guys have been speaking uh, around the state, including, let's see, Lance Ware was down. He was the speaker at North Laurel High School, and, and a very, a couple other guys that spoke as well. So we'll we'll talk about what they had to say and the team in general, including some recruiting updates about including a current visitor that's he might not be on camp. He might have gone home at this point, but was on campus this weekend. But sticking with football, Anthony, Coach Stoops spoke. Um, this week at the John Schlarman Golf Outing, um, a fundraiser that the staff uh, organized with the help of a bunch of alumni to benefit the Schlarman Foundation, which, of course, goes to help his kids' college and, and their needs. Uh, it was a great event. I uh, got to kind of hang out there for a few minutes. And as you know, uh, Coach Schlarman impacted so many people. Everybody was there, and there was a bunch of smiles on everybody's faces uh coach larman's wife leanne uh spoke to the media for a bit and she you could just you could really tell she was moved by all the outpouring of support over these last few months yeah i was i was uh i got we there was email updates and a lot of the former things i really want to chat i'm still in ohio so i didn't yeah get the opportunity but i do know that they were that they were they were filled up maybe a mm-hmm. month ago like when soon as they put the, uh, the uh, information out, guys jumped on it. And, you know, I, I've heard good things about, you know, guys who were going to attend. Some guys I hadn't heard from in, man, 15, 20 years uh, were, were going to attend. I think when, when Slarman's name come up, uh, I think a lot of guys, especially alumni, just, just jumped at the opportunity. Yes. And there's no need. Uh, I mean, there's, I mean there's, there's no reservations about, you know, helping that family out and keeping his legacy and remembering them and, uh, it, I, it, it was great to hear uh, the the turnout for the event. Like mm-hmm. I was there, and I don't know uh, with with his with his wife uh, speech sounded like or anything like that. But I just know the the turnout and the response to the invitations were huge and tremendous. People were posting pictures and stuff. So I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna listen to some of those sound bites of a uh, coach talking and his wife also talking. Yeah, um, I can kind of share where I put out a couple of those short videos from Coach Stoops and, and Darian Kennard on my Twitter. I'll retweet them from the show account. But, Larry, that the interesting part, um, I think that we've maybe, well, the thing maybe we haven't even really thought about, and this is, is kind of so broad that you, you, in the moment you, I'm, I didn't connect the dots, but 
as Anthony talks there, John Schlarman, I think part of his legacy going forward is going to be connecting the Kentucky football generations because if his wife, and I don't know if everybody knows this, but Leanne's father was uh, Joe Fetterspiel, and he played, of course, at Kentucky too. So you have that, his, his father-in-law's generation, his generation, and then, of course, the, the generation since the time he was coaching because you see guys that were there. Of course, the current players like Darian Kennard, guys that uh, played with Coach Larman, and then going back, I, he- I heard s- similar to Anthony, some of the some of the older alum, like, oh, man, I wish I would have um, seen this invitation earlier and got to participate in this first year. And, and they, they just weren't able to, like Anthony said, the this, this spots filled up. But I think that's something that's going to be really beneficial to Kentucky football, the Kentucky football community overall. Yeah, I would agree, Curtis. I think John is kind of connects a lot of generations of Kentucky football in a, in a different way than what Bill Kitely did generations of Kentucky basketball. But John is just a guy that, as you said, has so many connections that I think his legacy is going to be part of Kentucky football for a long, long time. I was glad to see Mark Stoops confirm that UK did have plans to do something to honor him. I'm still kind of glad that the attorney up in Louisville started the online petition and made it, made it kind of speed the process up of at least confirming it was going to happen. But I think that's something a lot of people are excited about. I'm anxious to see what UK is going to do. I've seen a lot of suggestions from fans, really good suggestions, but I know UK has to jump through some hoops when they want to do some things like that. So, But just knowing they're going to do something, I think, is what's important. Yeah, and I don't think there was ever a doubt, as Coach Duke said, that they were going to honor him. And I think that as uh, the one aspect that started last year, and, and Darian uh, Kennard mentioned it in passing, so I guess it's confirmed they're going to continue to wear Coach Slar- uh, an offensive lineman and wear Coach Slarman's number and rotate it this, this season, which I think is, is, a, is such a – a cool thing to do, Anthony, um, and it's a. They did it with a coach, of course, Chris Oates last season, and and at the end of last year, they did it with Coach Schlarman. But I think it's a great, it's a great honor to see his number out on the field and kind of remember that. Yeah, for what he's meant to this state and uh, the University of Kentucky, uh, like you guys have just stated, that so many years, maybe four, five. I'm not sure it was better still played. Uh, I've seen his name around uh, on some of the alumni things, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's I think that's a, tr- a tremendous uh, attribute to tribute to let them uh, wear, wear the jerseys all the time. It kind of reminds me a little bit, and I I don't want to take this out of context, but uh, the '42 on Jackie Robinson Day yeah. is just kind of like something to remember somebody who changed the game so much. And Slarman's uh, contribution to U- UK football is that yes. I think it'll uh, that'll you know last for a long time. Uh, I-, I love the idea uh, for sure. So um, I thought the the golf a- aspect of it the the funniest uh, moment was when Darian Kennard was talking and uh, he was asked about his golf game because the way it was kind of formatted, it was a a scramble, and then there was a quote-unquote celebrity with each of the the group members, and that was either a a football player, coach, or something uh, along those lines. And so Darian Kennard was kind of asked about how's his golf game, and he said he hadn't played in a while, but his plan, and Larry, I don't know if this this worked out well. I didn't get any further updates. Well, 
I didn't get any injury updates, but he said his plan is to just hit it as hard as he can and yell four. If it goes straight, it could be great, but if it didn't go straight, there <laughs> hopefully people are wearing some hard hats. Well, he might still be getting it so far that it would be out there past where anybody would be anyway. But, yeah, I, I think it would be kind of fun to watch Darian Kennard hit a golf ball. Maybe I wish I could do that at a media day or something. Just let us watch him <laughs> pound one. I bet he can crush it. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, it's always kind of fun and interesting to see when you get it, with a football team, when you get those outside elements of the outside games. And um, if you're following U.K. football on social media, they got to have their one of their family nights. I think this was the first one they've been able to have since COVID, you know, where they have the, the coaches' families and the players come out. They grill out and they, they play some, some games. It looked like they are playing some, some basketball. What's the game? Is it smash ball with, with the little trampoline and then you hit it off the trampoline and people are standing around? Do you know what that game's called, Anthony? I think it is something like that, like smack ball. This. It's something like that. Yeah, I don't think I can get into it, but yeah, it is popular. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, you know, they're doing all those things, the golf outing, kind of the the bonding, and I think it's it's cool for you guys and fun to see your teammates try different things, even if it is like the ping pong and pool, and see it's a a topic every year about who's the best at at this game or that game, and sometimes the answers really surprise you. Yeah, it's funny when uh when I when I was studying under you on on field interviewing a couple years ago back with uh I think Josh Pascal and those guys Benny's uh last year. Uh that was one of the things that was the best part, man. I think the fans that's the part they love. We don't yeah. want to hear the well, you know, you get the coach speak on how you think the season's gonna go. It's, it's the best well who's the best uh table tennis player? Yeah. Who's the best at tennis? Who's the best basketball player? Because you get different answers from everybody. So I love those aspects. I'm still kind of thrown off why you were laughing when you said Kennard said, I'm just going to hit the ball as hard as I can and hopefully it goes straight and I'll yell four if it doesn't. Because that's that's what I thought, that's what I thought golf was. <laughs> I, so I, that's, that's my normal thing. The only difference is a lot of people are like, you're pretty good because you're athletic, but you're using all of your body and you hit the ball far. So I can't imagine where Kennard would hit the thing I get compliments on just my upper body strength without having any technique. So for his upper body strength, which is probably three times mine, if I don't know, but I'm I just thought that's how it went. You just hit the ball hard, and hopefully it gets close to the hole. And if it doesn't, you take a lot of dirt off the ground, trying to hit the next ball until you can get it to the hole, which for me is about five or six strokes. <laughs> well, maybe we all need to. That should be a Sunday we. When we need to organize a, a Rich Brooks golf lesson, Larry Vaught, where we all go get trained by Coach Brooks, since he's he's the guy who golfs probably more than anybody I am aware of, at least on social media. Yeah, Rich and Rich posts everything that he does. Yeah, whether he <laughs> good, good or bad, and he but you have to play for a little cash if you're going to play with Rich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well. I probably wouldn't be able to keep up with with the numbers, but uh, maybe he's going to have one of his off days, and we can get luck. Maybe we'll 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 scramble and uh, against Rich Brooks solo. I don't know. We'll we'll have to to, to figure something else out. But uh, that would be fun. To I think get we need Coach to make Brooks. it a a big uh, Rich Brooks weekend with the golf scramble, and then some kind of fishing open, and then a tomato growing contest. Well, I, I mean, 
it would be very fun, but the competition wouldn't be anything oh, in the tomato growing competition. No, no, but that would be Rich Brooks in a runaway. Like I, agree I mean, with that. that's Alabama going against the junior high team. <laughs> that's, hey, not, that's not fair. Maybe he can give us a workshop on how he grows his tomatoes. Yeah. Curtis, don't underestimate. Some of us might be able to grow some tomatoes sometime. I don't know, man. The Rich Brooks level, though? Well, if I can pick and choose which pictures I post, my tomatoes may all look pretty good. <laughs> and I'll take that challenge, too, Larry. Wow. <laughs> Tomato growing uh, smack talk, Anthony. That's something I didn't expect. No, no. My my tomato growing, I, last year was my first year because of COVID. I started a garden. And it wasn't very good. But what I did want to say was, with since Will McGough and Scramble Talk, uh, one of Larry's... Larry's what? Uh-oh. Did we lose Anthony for a minute? What's that? Did You, you <laughs> dropped off there. One of Larry's uh, who's? I said, I don't know if, Larry, if it's Larry's biggest fan, or I don't know who's a bigger fan. Of Dennis Johnson, if he's a bigger fan of Larry, or if Larry's a bigger fan of his. <laughs> but Woodford County Athletic Department is having a scramble, uh, I think, um, two Mondays from now, I think. And uh, since we're talking about it, I'll, I have a team. Coach Stewart and I, Coach Big Stewart and I, have a team. And we kind of need one more player, but it has to be what well, doesn't have to be. It was a, we were looking for either a media guy or a former player that that can play because Dennis Johnson has done so much for me and uh, it's, it's going to be a great thing. I, I offered Larry to play, but he just wants to sit back and collect stories and take pictures. So it was kind of along the lines of us talking about scrambles and former UK players and things like that. So uh, if, if there is, uh, there is one more spot on my team with coach Stu and there's a, I got a, uh, a ringer on my team as well. That's a good friend of mine. So I do have one more spot because Larry wouldn't take it. I didn't know Stu played golf. He doesn't. I don't know he does. He keeps telling me he has clubs. He's never played with me. Well, he has to be worse than me. Okay. Well, what, what, no, I'm going to ride around with Dennis. We're going to kind of supervise the course to see what's going on. So, but I'm sure we'll be watching some of your shots and admiring them. There you go. It uh, will definitely be remarkable. <laughs> I like that joke. I like that joke a lot. So, um, all right, uh, it, Anthony, I think, did you post that on your social, some of that info, right? I think I saw you tweet that out, didn't I? Yeah, I think we're tagged, and I think Larry's uh, posted it, and I've retweeted. I might have retweeted from Larry or uh, Woodford County uh, Athletic Department. Yeah, okay. I think I reposted, Larry's reposted, so yeah, it's on my account. All right, I'll, so we'll, we'll, we'll show. We'll, you can repost on our account. Yeah, we'll throw, throw it on the show account along with some of those comments from Coach Stoops and uh, Darian Kennard from the golf outing to uh, benefit Coach Slarman's family. Uh, we're going to get to uh, a break, and coming back after this, we'll finish up some football conversation because uh, guys are on campus. We'll go through the guys that uh, are on campus and we'll, the new freshmen, new players, transfers in, and we'll, outside of Jones, who we talked about in the first couple of segments, we'll get uh, the thoughts from Anthony and Larry on who could have an impact early on in their career at Kentucky. I am Curtis Birch with Larry Vaughn, Anthony White, and Bo Robbins, and if you'd like to interact with the show, hit us up on Twitter at Sunday AM Sports. You are listening to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Ain't nothing in the world that I like better than bacon and lettuce and homegrown tomatoes. Up in the morning, and Welcome back in 
Kentucky Bank, Sunday Morning Sports Talk, Curtis Birch, Anthony White, Legendary Tomato Grower, Larry Vaught, all with you on the show, talking some Kentucky football. Guys, uh, if you like I said earlier, if you were following UK football on social media, you saw the awesome pictures and camaraderie that was happening on the, the first family night of the, the summer that UK football puts together with the players, coaches, and the coaches' family. Also, you would have seen some, some pictures and videos of guys moving into their new digs. The freshmen are on campus. Uh, Larry, looking through the guys, the new, the new freshmen will start that way. Who who do you really think, and this question might have changed since uh, uh, Jones joins the roster at inside linebacker, but who, which freshman do you think that just came on campus, not the early enrollees, could have some kind of impact this season? Uh, Anthony, Larry, what do you think, um, which freshmen who just arrived on campus, so not the early enrollees, but the ones that are traditional enrollees, who could have an impact this year on the team. Well, I would go with uh, I, I like the linebackers, Trevin Wallace and Martez Thrower. So even with Jones, you think they're still going to make an impact? Yeah, I think those those guys are both really, really good. I don't think they were recruited to just stand and watch this year. So I, I don't. It, it may start out on, on special teams and then just be ro- mm-hmm. rotating in and doing different things. But yeah, I think those two guys are going to find a way to help play. So when you're talking about the guys that just recently got on yeah. campus, that would be two that I would pick right off from my top of my head. Now, Anthony White, I hesitate to ask you because you're kind of a homer now for the farm over there at Frederick Douglass. So I, I, I have a prediction on who you think uh, of these freshmen who, who just joined uh, campus life will be. But uh, I'll throw the question to you. Who did Larry say? The linebackers. Uh Trevin Wallace and Martez Thrower. Okay. I'm going to go with Wallace. I thought you, I didn't know if you meant young guys or just new guys. No, the, you said, the young the, new guys. Yeah, the newest of the young newest guys. So not the early enrollees because obviously they got a little bit of a head start and we've talked about them over the past few months. Because I would go, because if that was the case, I still go with Wallace. But if Jones is in that group, then I'm going with Jones. But uh, on the other side, I I don't I don't like farmer, but and they care. There it is, finally. And I, I, and I still I still I, want to see Ross on the field. I think once we get a, well, I, I think once you get a when Devontae Ross touches the field, he's the guy that may not jump off for whatever reason. I don't know how he got to us, but. Well, uh, I'm man, I'm just dynamic. I'm glad you got to you got Dickel Crowdis's name in there, Anthony, because uh, it took a a, a couple <laughs> a couple minutes, and I was worried that you wouldn't be a, a, allowed back over at Frederick Douglass. And I know you're, you know, such a big you're a part of that program now, as you said in the past couple weeks. So, all right, uh, we're gonna get to uh, this break, and coming up in the next hour. We're going to talk some Kentucky basketball here from Xavier Wheeler and uh, discuss some recruiting as well. I'm Curtis Birch with Larry Vaught, Anthony White, Bo Robinson. If you'd like to interact with the show, hit us up at Sunday AM Sports. You are listening to Kentucky Bank's Sunday Morning Sports Talk. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.